ಓಂ ನಮೋ ಭಗವತೆ ವಾಸುದೇವಾಯ ರೀಡಿಂಗ್ ಫ್ರಮ್ ಶ್ರೀಮದ್ ಭಾಗವತಂ ಕ್ಯಾಂಟೋ ಫೈವ್ ಚಾಪ್ಟರ್ ಒನ್ ಟೆಕ್ಸ್ಟ್ ನಂಬರ್ ಲೆವೆನ್ ಶ್ರೀ ಭಗವಾನುವಾಚ ನಿಬೋಧ ಅರ್ಹಸಿ ಅಪ್ರಮೇಯ ಮಾಸೂಯಿ ವಯಸ್ತೇತಹರ್ಷಿ ಶ್ರೀಭಗವಾಚ ನಿಭೋದತಾತೇತಂಸ್ತೇತೇಷಮಹರ್ಷಿ ಮಾಸೂಯಿಹಸ್ಯಮೇಯ ವಯಸ್ತೇತೇಷಮಹರ್ಷಿ ವಹಾಮಸರ್ವೇವಿವಶಾಯಿಷ್ಟಿಬೋದತಾತೇತೀ ಮಾಸೂಯಿಮಹರ್ಷಿ ವಹಾಮಸರ್ವೇವಿವಶಾಯಿಷ್ಟ The Supreme Person, Lord Brahma, said, Nibodha, kindly hear with attention. 
Tata. My dear son. Idam. This. Ritham. True. Bravimi. I am speaking. Ma. Not. Asuyitum. To be jealous of. Devam. The Supreme Personality of Godhead. Arhasi. You ought. Aprameyam. Who is beyond our experimental knowledge. Vayam. Vi. Bhavaha. Lord Shiva. Te. Your. Tataha. Father, Eshaha, this Maharishihi, Narada, Vaha Maha, carry out, Sarve, all, Vivashaha, unable to deviate, Yasya, of whom, Dishtam, the order. Translation and purport by His Divine Grace, A.C. Bhakti Vedanta Swami, Srila Prabhupada. Lord Brahma, the Supreme Person within this universe, said, My dear Priyavrata, kindly hear attentively what I shall say to you. Do not be jealous of the Supreme Lord, who is beyond our experimental measurements. All of us, including Lord Shiva, your father, and the great sage Maharishi Narada, must carry out the order of the Supreme. We cannot deviate from his order. Purport by Srila Prabhupada. Of the twelve great authorities in devotional service, four, Lord Brahma himself, his son Narada, Swayambhuva Manu and Lord Shiva were present before Priyavrata. They were accompanied by many other authoritative sages. Brahma first wanted to impress upon Priyavrata that although these great personalities are all authorities, they cannot possibly disobey the orders of the Supreme Personality of Godhead who is described in this verse as Deva, which means always glorious. The power, glory and potencies of the Supreme Personality of Godhead can never be diminished. In the Ishopanishad, the Lord is described as Apapavidha, which means that he is never affected by anything materially considered sinful. Similarly, Srimad Bhagavatam describes the Supreme Personality of Godhead as being so powerful that nothing we might consider abominable can affect Him. An example sometimes given to explain the position of the Supreme Lord is that of the sun, which evaporates urine from the earth but is never affected by contamination. The Supreme Lord can never be accused of doing anything wrong. 
When Lord Brahma went to induce Priyavrata to accept the responsibility for ruling the universe, he did not go whimsically. He was following the dictations of the Supreme Lord. Indeed, Brahma and other genuine authorities never do anything without his permission. The Supreme Lord is situated in everyone's heart. In the beginning of the Srimad Bhagavatam, it is said, Tene Brahmahrudaya Adikavaye. The Lord dictated Vedic knowledge to Brahma through his heart. The more a living entity is purified by devotional service, the more he comes in direct contact with the Supreme Personality of Godhead, as confirmed in Srimad Bhagavad Gita. Tesham Satata Yuktanam Bhajatam Priti Purvakam Dadami Buddhi Yogam Tam Enamamupayantite To those who are constantly devoted and worship me with love, I give the understanding by which they can come to me. Lord Brahma, therefore, had not come to Priyavrata by his own whims. Rather, it is understood that he had been ordered to persuade Priyavrata by the Supreme Personality of Godhead, whose activities cannot be understood by material senses and who is therefore described herein as Aprameya. Thus, Lord Brahma first advised Priyavrata to hear his words with attention and without envy. Why one is induced to perform certain acts despite his desire to do something else is indicated herein. One cannot disobey the orders of the Supreme Lord even if one is as powerful as Lord Shiva, Lord Brahma, Manu or the great sage Narada. All these authorities are certainly very powerful, but they do not have the power to disobey the orders of the Supreme Personality of Godhead. Since Lord Brahma had come to Priyavrata in accordance with the orders of the Supreme Lord, he first wanted to dispel any suspicion that he might be acting as Priyavrata's enemy. Lord Brahma was following the orders of the Supreme Lord and therefore it would be worthwhile for Priyavrata to accept Lord Brahma's order as the Lord desired. Thus ends the Bhaktivedanta purport. So here we are seeing Lord Brahma has come to Gandamadana hills to persuade Priyavrata to come and accept the kingdom, to become the ruler. And in today's verse, Lord Brahma begins to speak. So here it is said, Sri Bhagavan Uvacha. Earlier also in one of the verses, in one of the purports Prabhupada mentioned, sometimes it is not uncommon in the Vedic literatures Great personalities like Brahma or Lord Shiva could be addressed as Bhagavan, but that should not be misunderstood. Just like in this verse, we are going to see this. They are all great personalities who carry the order of the Lord, and hence sometimes they are also honored as Bhagavan. 
So Prabhupada has carefully translated. Lord Brahma, the Supreme Person within this universe, said, So Brahma begins to speak. He is now telling Priyavrata Nibhoda. Nibhoda means to hear with attention, to consider seriously, to reflect on something. The verse from the Katha Upanishad. Uttishta jagratha prapyavara nibodhatha. Katha Upanishad says, nibodhatha, prapyavara nibodhatha. Please reflect on the great benediction you have received. Uttishta, get up, jagratha, become awakened. Uttishta Jagrata Prapyavara Nibhodatha Nibhodatha Nibhodha means to reflect. Just look upon, look, reflect on your own great fortune. In the same way, Lord Brahma is saying, Nibhodha Nibhodatha Tedam Rutham Bravimi. What I am going to tell, Bravimi, what I am going to speak, Nibhodha. Reflect on it. Tata. Tata is a word used both for juniors and for seniors in Sanskrit. With affection. When you speak to somebody with affection, could be a junior or could be a senior. So in this verse, both expressions are used. You will see that soon. Nibodha tate dam rutham bravimi. Bravimi, what I am going to speak to you, it is Rutham. Sarvam etad Rutham manye Rutham. This is truth. What I am going to tell you is not some falsehood. Rutham Bravimi. Masu itum. Do not be jealous. Na ma asu itum. Do not be jealous. Devam of the Lord. Who arhasya prameyam. That Lord who is immeasurable, aprameyam. He cannot be understood by our own logic, by our mental or intellectual uh, understanding. He is beyond this. Devam arhasya prameyam. Vayam vi bhavaha, Lord Shiva, tetatha, your father, esha maharshihi. Narada, he is referring to everybody who is there. Vayam bhavas te thatha esha maharshihi. We, Lord Shiva, your father, esha maharshi, Narada, who is advising you. Vahama sarve vivasha yasya dishtam. Vahama, we carry out. Vahama. Yogakshema vahamyaham Krishna says in the word Yogakshema vahamyaham I carry what they lack and I preserve what they have Yogakshema vahamyaham This word vahama has the sense of carrying, bearing 
the the word prabhupada explains vahama comes from the root vah which is to carry that's why things which carry us is called vahana comes from the word vah and fire is called vahni because fire carries what is offered in in the yagna to the lord and to the devatas so carrier in the same way vahama vahama we carry that's why in that uh, story that shila prabhupad tells about uh, yogakshema vahamyaham krishna and balaram uh, with that acharya who was writing the commentary krishna and balaram were carrying on a pole on a stick all the different things that pots of milk and yogurt and ghee and fruits and flowers fruits and vegetables they were carrying personally vahamyaham see it was carry this word vahama has that sense of we carry vahama sarve we all of us carry vivasha we have we cannot deviate we have no other option vahama sarve vivasha yasya dishtam his orders dishta is direction when the lord gives a direction vahama sarve we all have to carry this is what lord brahma is saying lord brahma the supreme person within this universe said shri bhagavan uvacha my dear priyavrata tata kindly hear attentively nibodha bravimi nibodha what i shall say to you do not be jealous of the supreme lord masuyitum devam who is beyond our experimental measurements aprameyam that's one of the names of the lord aprameyam all of us sarve including lord shiva bhavaha your father te thatha and the great sage maharshi narada maharshir must carry out the order of the supreme dishtam vahama we cannot deviate from his order vivasha vahama vivasha yasya dishtam vahama we cannot deviate from his order so here <clears throat> some very interesting things prabhupada is pointing out in the purport lord brahma has appeared we know that there are 12 great mahajanas bhagavatam describes there are 12 great mahajanas who know the signs of krishna who know the signs of bhakti and out of the 12 four of them are here brahma is there shiva is also there narada is there swayambhuva manu is there so this must be a very serious matter going on not some small thing four great personalities have arrived So it's very nice here we notice if you remember the few verses before 
ತತ್ರ ಸ ತತ್ರ ತತ್ರ ಗಗನ ಥಲಾ ಇಂದುಪಥಿರ್ ಇವ ವಿಮಾನ್ ವಿಮಾನಾವಲಿಭಿರ್ ಅನುಪಥಂ ಅಮರ ಪರಿವೃಧೈರ್ ಅಭಿಪೂಜ್ಯಮಾನ ಪಥಿ ಪಥೀಚ ವರೂತಶಃ ಸಿದ್ಧ ಗಂಧರ್ವ ಸಾಧ್ಯ ಚಾರಣ ಮುನಿಗಣೈರುಪಗೀಯಮಾನೋ ಗಂಧಮಾಧನ ದ್ರೋಣಿಂ ಅವಭಾಸಯನ್ ಉಪಸರ್ಪ ಇಟ್ ಡಿಸ್ಕ್ರೈಬ್ಡ್ ಹೌ ಬ್ರಹ್ಮ ಹ್ಯಾಸ್ ಕಮ್ ಹಿ ಡಿನ್ ಕಮ್ ಅಲೋನ್ ಹಿ ವಾಸ್ ಅಕಂಪನೀಡ್ ಬೈ ಸಿದ್ಧ ಗಂಧರ್ವ ಸಾಧ್ಯ ಚಾರಣ ಮುನಿಗಣೈರ್ ಉಪಗೀಯಮಾನ ಆಲ್ ಆಫ್ ದಮ್ ವರ್ ಗ್ಲೋರಿಫೈಯಿಂಗ್ ಹಿಮ್ ವಿತ್ ಸಚ್ ಅ ಮ್ಯಾಸಿವ್ very very grand antaraj he has arrived amara parivridhair upaji up adhi adhi abhipujyamana amara vivridhair great devatas that's why lord shiva's name is also there not only brahma amara parivridhair the foremost of the devatas all of them have come with lord brahma so gaganathala indupatir iva just like in the midst of so many stars there is a full bright shining moon in the sky like that brahma has appeared avabhasayan upasarpa and he was himself effulgent so all of this brahma with all of these antaraj of siddha siddha charana and uh, all the great sages all of them have appeared including lord shiva and the first thing lord brahma says is we have all come none of us can deviate from the order of that lord don't think that i am the supreme just because all this antaraja has come like that they are all glorifying me but vahama sarve vivasha yasya dishtam this is the position of the lord bhagavatam is trying to bring out that there were they are all great personalities vayam bhavaste tata esha maharshir all of them are great personalities but all of them have to helplessly vivasha also has a sense of vivasha you cannot vasha means grasp vivasha means full grasp we have no we cannot deviate helplessly vahama sarve vivasha yasya dishtam what he dishta he gives direction we all have to carry out and so he saying we have come we he saying we carry out his orders and we have come that means we have brought his order to you priyavratha nibodha hence please hear this attentively please consider this seriously nibodha tatedam trutham and this is the true message bravimi what we are going to say masuyutam don't be jealous don't don't think that we have come we have brought some order of the lord we are some way not favorable to you we are not your enemy that's why prabhupada writes here since lord brahma had to come, had come to priyavrata in accordance with the orders of the supreme lord his he first wanted to dispel any suspicions that priyavrata might be act that 
any suspicions that he might be acting as Priyavrata's enemy. So don't think like that. Arhasya Prameyam. He is the Lord. We cannot understand why he does certain things. He is Aprameya. You may wonder why I am pursuing spiritual life here. I am, do, I am so comfortable here. But why has he come, sent, sent all of us to take you to the kingdom? Doing something and get implicated in the material activities? So don't think so. He is, his activities are aprameyam. He cannot, cannot be understood. Vayam bhavaste tata esha maharshir. So, um, when we go before the Lord, before the deities, we must remember this. Vahama Sarve Vivasha Yasya Dishtam. My dear Lord, that you are the Supreme Lord. Even great personalities like Vayam Bhavaste Tata Esha Maharshir, even the Cosmic personalities, greatest personalities in the universe, they have to follow your order. So, it's not a small thing that uh, who the Lord is, we must uh, appreciate from this. There are many examples Srila Prabhupada gave. Sometimes Prabhupada would take a walk on the on the beach and then he would look at the ocean and say look so much water is there in the ocean this washer water in the ocean and it is so deep it miles and miles of water and this water can rise and submerge the entire city but the Lord has said you shall remain within this limit and so the ocean remains there you see? It is his order that the ocean remains within its limits. So that human beings can happily live. People have houses right on the, on the beach. And there is so much water. In the night they are all sleeping happily. They can happily sleep because his order is that the ocean remains there. So, we should, we should recognize the, the, the cosmic powers that are there, which are according to the order of the Lord, they are acting in the way they have been designed and they cannot deviate. Vivasha yasya dishtam and they cannot deviate. Just like, <clears throat> there's another example. Uh, this earth the earth is moving round the sun right we learn from science the speed at which the earth is moving round the sun you see when we drive in a car if the highway is good there's no traffic on an expressway you can drive at what speed about 100 kilometers per hour 80 kilometers per hour and beyond 100 kilometers, if you start driving, most of our cars in our country, they start rattling. 
100 kilometers, 110 kilometers. So it starts rattling. <clears throat> An aircraft jet travels at about 800 to 900 kilometers per hour. So every hour it travels about 800, 900 kilometers. From here to Delhi is about 2,000 kilometers. So you can reach about two hours or so. Little more than two hours. So that's the speed. The earth is traversing round the sun at a speed of one lakh kilometers per hour. The last one hour, we were doing Guru Puja, Darshan Arati. All of us have traveled one lakh kilometers. Can you imagine this? And this is science. This is not some fable. It's a fact. The earth is traveling at that speed. Otherwise in one year it will not come back to the same. In one year it has to circle. So imagine this earth is traveling at that speed, one lakh kilometers per hour. There is no rattling, nothing, right? Even sometimes aircraft, they say, fasten your seatbelt, we are going through turbulence. And then the aircraft starts shaking a little bit, everyone is concerned. Look at this earth, how many years we have been seeing this. Not only we, our grandfathers, our great-grandfathers, all have experienced. Smoothly it is running. <laughs> no turbulence. Nothing. Because that's the order of the Lord. Vahama sarve vivasa yasya dishtam. The Lord's order is like that. And the, all the planets, all the stars stick to their orbit. And they move around with a certain speed. With a certain periodicity, because it is Yasya Dishtam, the Lord's order. So we can see all around us how Yasya Dishtam is working, Lord's direction is working. So we must we must perceive these things. We must we must recognize these things. We, can, we must acknowledge these things all around us. Every day it is happening. How the sun is moving, how the earth is moving, how the moon is moving. It's very predictable. In science they predict when the eclipse comes, when the sun and the moon they come, become aligned. All of that precisely because vivasha yasya dishtam. They have no freedom. Vivasha, that is the sense of the word vivasha. It has no free will on its own. It has to act the way it has been determined. Vivasha yasya dishtam. Vahama sarve vivasha yasya dishtam. That's why Lord Brahma is saying we carry, we obey. Without, we cannot deviate. That's the sense. I was reading one article, one atheist, atheistic science, scientist uh, writes that how <clears throat> actually now we have understood science. Actually, we don't need God for the creation of this world. 
if there is the laws of physics and the laws of and if the laws of physics are there and the force of gravity is there that's enough the universe can self create we don't need god you see sometimes scientists come up with this kind of argument that's why shila prabhupad prabhupad would strongly speak he would if prabhupad were to hear that he will say nonsense where did the where did the laws of physics come from where did the force of gravity come from isn't it he's the scientist is saying if the laws of physics are there and the force of gravity is there then i can explain the universe the universe can self create i don't we don't need god but who created the laws of physics who created the force of gravity that's actually what we are searching in vedanta what is the source of everything that's why prabhupad says there is a difference between the concept of god and the concept of absolute truth concept of absolute truth means the source of everything the source of the laws of physics the sources of the forces of gravity the source of everything what is that source from which everything is coming and what is the nature of that for of that origin of that source that's the subject matter of vedanta so <clears throat> uh, sometimes even in intelligent people fail to understand these things how this scientist is making this statement he's the, he's saying that the laws of physics are there gravity is there then we can i don't need god where did this come from you see they don't uh, uh, they don't think like that they miss that important point <clears throat> so uh it always happens in this world there was there was once a, a rich man who came to prabhupad in bombay many few times prabhupad used to refer to this inst- incidents and this man came and told prabhupad I have set aside 10 lakh rupees for Gita prachar. So Prabhupada said, "Very nice. You should give us because we are doing Gita prachar. See, temples of Krishna. Then he said, 'No, no, no. I want to give for Gita prachar, not Krishna prachar.' So Prabhupada would comment on that one. Say, 'Look at this person. He is saying Gita prachar, but he doesn't want Krishna.'" people sometimes say once i was invited to one place and they said that uh, you see you can speak here but you can speak on gita but you cannot speak on krishna just see so sometimes we come across these kind of things so prabhupad st- spoke very strongly there is one uh, this happened and prabhupad in this is a conversation that prabhupad had in hyderabad with some of the ministers <clears throat> so prabhupada is referring there is one big person in bombay he said he has set aside 10 lakhs of rupees for gita prachar but when i proposed gita prachar means krishna prachar so he said no i want gita without krishna they are doing that you can see from this big big person gandhi used to say that he believes in gita and gita gives him solace 
in difficult times and so on, so on. But has he ever preached about Krishna? Tilak has ever preached about Krishna? Radha Krishnan has ever preached Krishna? Nobody. Their policy is take Sita and kill Rama. This is Ravana's policy. Take away Sita. Take away Gita and kill Krishna. So Ravana's policy will never be successful. Ravana's policy means he will be destroyed. You cannot do any harm to Ram, but he will be destroyed. This policy that takes Sita and kill Rama means he will destroy himself. This is going on. Take Gita and kill Krishna. This will destroy the whole thing, this Ravana's policy. And Hanuman's policy, somehow or other rescue Sita and get her seated by the side of Rama. Therefore, he is worshipped, Vajrangaji. That is the difference between Ravana's policy and Hanuman's policy. So, <clears throat> sometimes people come up with this kind of idea. Gita, they have respect. They take some concepts. But Krishna, they don't want. Just like we were chanting last month, ninth chapter of the Gita. See, the ninth chapter of Gita, the important thing in that is how Krishna begins to say that. The, the, what's the title of the ninth chapter of the Gita? What's the title? That? The most confidential knowledge. Idam to te guhya tamam pravakshyami anasu guhya tamam pravakshyami. Now I shall tell you the most confidential knowledge. That's how Krishna begins. And then he says, This is Rajavidya, what I'm going to tell you. This is the highest knowledge. And then, third thing he says, Ashraddhadhana purusha dharmasyasya parantapa. Aprapya maam nivartante mrutyu samsara. Very important thing, factor for you to understand this knowledge, for you to appreciate this knowledge, is you must have Shraddha. If you don't have Shraddha, Aprapya Maam, you won't attain me. Mrityu Samsara Vartmani. After saying that this much, these three introductory verses, then Krishna begins to explain, Mayatatam idam sarvam jagadavyakta murtina. Verse after verse after verse, you read carefully and examine. Krishna is continuously saying, Mama, Aham, Maya, about me, about himself. Every verse in the, about how many, 34 verses are there? You will find about 60 times Krishna referring to himself in every one of the verses. It's about him. He's telling who he is. And how he is the, he's pervading everything. He's the controller of everything. He is the, he is the enjoyer of all sacrifices. Everything is resting on him. This is his position. Actually, Krishna was disclosing this to Arjuna. Arjuna, you are thinking we are cousins and you are my friend and we act like that. But just know who I am. <clears throat> Don't think I'm an ordinary person. When Krishna comes, he has to say that. Because he's not an ordinary person. He can be misunderstood. Avajanantimam. Mudha. That's also in the ninth chapter. They deride me. They don't know who I am. 
<coughs> so, and then after saying all that, Krishna says, Manmana Bhavamad Bhakto. What else is there? I am everything for you. I am everything in this universe. I am the controller of everything. Everything is resting on me. Everything has come from me. All creation happens because of me. And hence, what else is there for you? Just learn to love me. Become my devotee. Serve me. Become my manmana. Absorb your mind in me. That's how Krishna concludes in the ninth chapter. So how can somebody talk about Gita and miss out Krishna? That's why Prabhupada is saying, Gandhiji spoke so much, Radha Krishnan spoke so much, Tilak spoke so much, so many people are speaking about Gita. But, are they emphasizing Krishna? They want Gita without Krishna. So, this is a, Prabhupada has used very strongly, this is Ravana's policy. You see, from all these things, Prabhupada is the, is the one who is accurately presenting the, the knowledge of the Gita. All others have, they have themselves missed out. They have missed out the most important thing in the Gita, which is understanding who Krishna is. Another last bit, very important in this purport. Because Lord Brahma has come and he is going to speak. He is telling Priyavrata, he is assuring, reassuring Priyavrata. All of us, Vahama Sarve, Vivasha Yasya Dishtam. We all carry out his orders helplessly. We may be great personalities. Look at how they are all glorifying me. Look at the entourage that has come with me. I am like the full moon in the sky. But I also carry his order and I have brought his order to you. Don't think I have come on my own. I have not come, I am not acting whimsically. This is how Prabhupada again and again he says. When Lord Brahma went to induce Priyavrata to accept the responsibility for ruling the universe, he did not go whimsically. He was following the dictations of the Supreme Lord. Indeed, Brahma and the other genuine authorities never do anything without his permission. The Supreme Lord is situated in everyone's heart. In the beginning it is said, Tene Brahma The Lord dictated Vedic knowledge to Brahma through his heart. And then Prabhupada explains, this is the position of, Ra, of Brahma, Shiva, Maharshi, Narada, all of them. Great personalities. They are directed by the Lord. And how they are directed by the Lord? Because the principle is, more one becomes purified in their consciousness, the more the Lord will direct them through the heart. This is the qualification to be directed by the Lord. Not otherwise. So nicely Prabhupada says, the more a living entity is purified by devotional service, the more he comes in direct contact with the Supreme Personality of Godhead. These are all great personalities, Brahma, Shiva. They are in touch, in contact with the Supreme Lord. 
They know the order of the Supreme Lord. They know the mind of the Supreme Lord. And they carry out the orders of the Lord. What the Lord wishes helplessly. They have no, they cannot deviate. So this is the position of the great devotees like Brahma, Narada, Shiva, Manu and all the twelve Mahajanas, all of them. So, <clears throat> there was one interesting conversation with Srila Prabhupada. There was a news reporter who came and met Srila Prabhupada in 1976 in New York. And this reporter was very respectful to Prabhupada. And there were a few GBC members who were with Prabhupada. They were talking. And then he was asking some interesting questions he came up. And then he, this, uh, this reporter, his name is Kevin. So Kevin asks a question. In the same way, I am curious with respect to the way Krishna communicates with you. So his question is, how does Krishna communicate with you? He's asking Prabhupada. <clears throat> so Prabhupada says, yes, what is it? So there's one other American disciple of Prabhupada. He's paraphrasing it, rephrasing it. Srila Prabhupada, he's asking, in other words, when you decide that someone is to be a, in charge of a particular temple, does Krishna tell you that this person should be in charge? Then Kevin continues, or do you, by judging him, say, this person is qualified? So Prabhupada replies, yes, because a devotee always consults Krishna and he gives order. So then there is another devotee, another GBC. He's trying to rationalize. And then he says, <clears throat> ah, no, Kevin says, it's a more direct communication. Is it a more direct communication? And Prabhupada says, yes, and he gives order. So this another devotee who is saying he's trying to rationalize. You see, because intelligence, our philosophy is that Intelligence comes from Krishna. So if I have some, so Kevin interrupts, and your philosophy is that your daily necessities also come from Krishna as well. Again, this devotee is, yes, try to understand. Suppose my intelligence sees that this person is qualified, that means Krishna has told me. Prabhupada says, no, not necessarily. Krishna will tell directly. A devotee always consults Krishna and Krishna tells him, do like this, not figuratively, practically. Then Kevin asks, does that apply then to other kinds of decisions and other kinds of activities as well? Prabhupada, everything. Because a devotee does not do anything without consulting Krishna. Now that devotee who had told that intelligence, now he has understood. <clears throat> but that applies to a very greatly elevated soul. That is not an ordinary person. So Prabhupada, that is, therefore, the minor devotees, they consult the spiritual masters. That is our process. Yasya prasadat bhagavat prasadaha. Now that other devotee again here, I see. I was trying to explain the minor devotees. Kevin, no, I was talking about uh, 
devotee. You are talking about topmost level, Kevin. Yes, yes. He is getting right to the source, right to the top. Yes, that will do for me. And then he concludes. <coughs> so, what is important here is, even pure devotees, it is not that it is some, some kind of a figurative thing that we say when Prabhupada is saying, Dadami buddhi yogam tam upayantite. Krishna is saying, Dadami buddhi yogam, I give the intelligence, I give the direction, enamam upayantite, for those who are bhajatam priti purvakam. So, Krishna will directly, will tell directly, a devotee always consults Krishna and Krishna tells him, do like this, not figuratively, practically. So that's the position of uh, the spiritual master. That is the position of a pure devotee who gets direct orders and he acts. And that's how all these great personalities have come there. Directly they have been ordered by the Lord and such four such personalities have come to talk to Priyavrata. We'll continue to see how this conversation continues. We'll stop here. Grantaraj Srimad Bhagavatam ki, Shila Prabhupada ki jai.